You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford and this is At The Diner on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. Guys, we have an awesome crew at The Diner for you tonight. I have myself, Mike Lunsford, hello, uh, in the co-host seat, the Chewbacca to my uh, Han Solo, um, but as he's been affectionately referred to as lately, and that would be uh, Monsieur Cheezer, uh, that is MC Brooks. <laughs> Weapon degradation in video games is trash. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> You're so upset about Breath of the Wild. I, re- I really am. <laughs> this is per- this has become personal. <laughs> We've also got if I'm if I'm Han and MC is Chewie, I'm assuming that Rambo. You know what? I'll let you choose. Who are you tonight, Rambo? Well, I mean the my options are really Lando or Leia. Both of which I'd be happy to be, but I don't feel like the other white guy on the podcast should be Lando. I'm just saying and you could be C-3PO. I, really? <laughs> <laughs> you could be Nia and Nyub. I mean, and as be that. much as I like you, I don't want to be Leia to your Han. Um, I know. So I'll just be the Falcon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going with. I apparently am a prize to be won. I am the anti Jasmine. Hey, you know what? I won you fair and square, okay? Yes, you cheated with the best of them. I did. I did. I cheated fair and square. We've also got a fourth member of our team. In fact, it was a late addition to the team. The only person that I know that actually knows who this person is, I know her first name, but I feel like that's not a very good introduction. So here's what we're gonna do. The newly minted editor of GGR, James Rambo, since he's the one that procured our fourth guest, I'm gonna allow him to introduce our fourth and final co-host this evening. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. Uh, I am very proud to have on with us Raven Smith of Phantom Comics, uh, former coworker of mine, uh, she can be found on the tweets and such uh, at Blurred Girl with an I, not a U. Um, fantastic writer uh, and an all, even better person, Raven Smith. Hey, oh, thanks, buddy. 
absolutely. It's so nice. And it's and it's thank you for, for pointing out that it is an I and not a <laughs> Because there's a whole uh, backstory to that because there is another uh, blurry girl on the internet and she does similar uh, comics and things uh, and goes to cons when cons are a thing because, you know, there was once a time children when out uh, when outside was not off limits. (laughs) Uh, And I it, it. and the number of times that my mentions have exploded from people thinking that I am her uh, is too numerous to count at this point. So I had to make a little disclaimer on my on my Twitter, just being like, "Hi, she's real cool, but I am not her. I'm sorry." It, it is yeah, been post. <laughs> it is. It is in your. It's in your uh, your um, profile. I'm looking at it right here. Mistaken for the blurred girl often. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And like she's she is really cool. Like she does a, a lot of really cool stuff. And I'm just like, if you want to hear, it, if you want to hear like some disjointed rants about the comic book industry or a few random shouts into the void about specific wrestling things, then yeah, that's me. But otherwise, nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> If you're looking for awkward nerd posts, who's got two thumbs and likes to do it? This guy. Yep. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> so what's going to be cool about this episode is unlike uh, episodes of the past, which honestly with the quarantine that's been going on, like if you were looking for theme episodes, man, you were shit out of luck because it was just like, <laughs> it was like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. Let's talk about cereal and then like cheeses. And then let, let's talk about cartoons and video games and like our favorite action figures when we were kids. There was no plan whatsoever. However, the last like four episodes, we've actually had like a solid plan. This episode is one of those plan episodes. This past weekend, DC Comics seemed to finally get their shit together and put together something that has actually got DC and movie and comic fans excited for the first time in a really, really long time. And not just like, man, this looks like it sucks. This looks like it sucks. This, Oh, wait, no, that'll be all right. Oh, no, and the rest of this sucks. No, I want to say like collectively there was just this like explosion of sound as all the DC fans finally were like, thank you. There's so much shit to look forward to. Much like a clockwork orange, MC Brooks found himself in front of his laptop with his eyes posted open and taped back so that he could watch every bit of content and not miss any of it by blinking. MC, tell us a little bit about what, like, let, get us started here, man. Um, fandom was just like insanity. Like, it was, there's so much good stuff coming. Like, give me kind of a, a little snapshot of what it was like watching this thing. Well, I'm, first things first, I'm glad that whoever at DC made the decision to split all of fandom in the two days like give that person a raise because saturday was enough just from the movie reveals and the comic reveals that i don't know how i don't know how i would have handled having to handle all of the dc television stuff and the other comic panels on top of the boatload of movie trailers and information that we that we got this past saturday it, it was it was just eight hours of just non-stop just news and just awesome stuff like with fandom you kind of had no real idea like what this was going to be because you know i like i i've i've peeked into some of the like online conventions that have happened since quarantine started they've been okay but you know they've just kind of been like oh, whatever right but 
fandom was like a, a totally different thing because it almost felt like it almost felt like an interactive thing where I was I was physically there, um, like at a convention, listening to these people on a panel talk to us about whatever it was that they were uh, whatever it is they were presenting. And it was just a really it was a really amazing experience. And, and they really covered the spectrum in terms of representation, in terms of highlighting uh, even people from the lesser known parts of the fandom or from the, the uh, nerd industry. Um, so it, it was it was pretty amazing. And it's like right from the beginning at uh, during the Wonder Woman panel uh, through the end of the night with the, the, the Batman panel, it was just you were just getting hit with trailer this person is showing up this person has been cast hey we're doing this that's coming out uh coming out next week or you know whatever like it was it was almost too much information to handle like i i as we joked about before we got on here soon as this event was over i literally leaned back and crashed and then woke <laughs> up on sunday <laughs> because it turned out to be a lot but it was it was a really amazing um, experience and I mean day one just had so much stuff to it. I'm I'm very excited for September 12th when when part two uh, when part two happens. But uh, since we're getting started here talking about Saturday, I, I figure why don't we start with uh, what had probably like the biggest oh shit factor <laughs> of the entire event, which was. The uh, trailer reveal for uh, Matt Reeves' The Batman film featuring Robert Pattinson. Oh, fuck. We're starting it with Batman. Okay, we're yeah, not pulling we're, any punches. Yeah, yeah we're, okay. We, let's start out on top. I like because it. Because my, my, my first comments when I first saw this trailer, well, after I said, oh, shit, about like 4,300 <laughs> times, uh, was everyone who had so much to say about Robert Pattinson owes that man an apology. Go ahead and put your clown they, mask on. They, that's what they owe yeah. that man. They owe that man the biggest apology because they talk so much trash about mm. not wanting sparkly Batman, not uh, <laughs> him not having the jawline or the height or whatever to pull off Bruce Wayne or Batman. And it, much like everything else, much like whenever anything else happens in the nerd community, you know, someone gets cast and the internet clowns it. And then they see a trailer or the episode of the movie, and then they're like, "Ooh, I was uh, I was wrong." And yeah. No one holds their feet to the fire on that. But I, I want people. I want if you know someone who talked trash, hold their feet to the fire because they owe Robert Pattinson an apology for how amazing that Batman trailer looked. I I don't know about you guys if you ran into this as well. But whenever people were like, Robert Pattinson's going to be awful as Batman, he's going to be sparkly. <laughs> like, I don't know if you did this or not, but I got in their face and I was like, OK, cool. What other movies have you seen him in? Sci exactly. exactly. There it is. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, uh, and I was like, you know that he's a really well-respected actor, right? That he has an incredible range. But not only that, he can be scary as shit. I was like, what's. Doesn't that kind of sound like somebody who is dealing with some serious trauma where his parents were murdered and now he's going around, you know, beating up other people with mental disorders? Like, wouldn't that be the perfect fit? And I showed them like, hey, take a look at him in this movie. Take a look at him in this movie. And then all of a sudden it was just like, yeah, maybe he might be good. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's like I do nerd shit for, you know, my hobby. Um I want to start with our guest, Raven. I want to get your take on this. Like, like, give me, give me some thoughts. Give me some impressions on what you thought when you saw 
the uh, the Matt Reeves Batman trailer. So, one thing that I have, uh, like, I feel like I should give a disclaimer because uh, for my general nerd introduction for for life, like I I started out with the Adam West Batman. Rambo knows this, uh, that that version of Batman is very, very special to me. Uh, so I always, even though I know that it's not a fair comparison, I compare all Batman things to that. <laughs> okay. um, and going into this, I knew for another Batman thing, I'm like, okay, fine. He's, he's, he's got the gun bits in his chest. Uh, and he's like he's he's serious business batman like this ain't this ain't your grandpa's batman he tough um i i went into it thinking like you know what i like robert pattinson i never was a was a twilight person i never despised it or anything like that i just i missed the boat on it completely uh but i've seen him in so many interviews and things like that and he just seems like the kind of guy that's like, look, I just want to go and and act in this movie, and then I want to go down the block to the bodega and get a sandwich, and then just <laughs> kind of chill at home. So if he's, I figured if he's gonna bring it in a Batman movie, it's it's gonna be some real shit. So I so I strapped in to watch this, and I was really impressed. I thought that it looked really good, but the main thing about this show that makes me so excited for this movie is that the Riddler is the main villain instead of it being yet another Joker story. Like, yeah, I am, thank you. I yeah. am so, so tired of Joker stories. And as somebody that sells comics for a living, I get a lot of Joker stories. And, you know, <laughs> back back in the before times when people would come into the store and they'd be looking for things, uh, a lot of the times folks would come in and they'd be like, hey, you got any good joker stories? You got any good joke stories? Like, I want to see him where he's just like crazy and a badass, and, you know, he's real great. Uh, and nine times out of ten, I'd show him like the killing joke and then show him man who laughs and everything like that. And it was fine, but it just, it, it, it got stale. It got, it, it, it got a little one note for me. So the fact that this movie is profiling other villains in the Rose Gallery, already I'm sold on that. Uh, the fact that they're, that they're playing up such a, a scary angle with the Riddler, I also really enjoy because you look at the Riddler and you're like, oh, he he's gonna read you off some some laffy taffy riddles and stuff, <laughs> and you know he's gonna wear a bunch of green, he's got a little bowler hat, and uh, he's real scary. No, 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 no. Like it, it almost gave me like a saw feel. And it was like, oh, the Riddler's like jigsaw. Like he's kind of gonna leave you like a bunch of scary notes and things around. Uh, that that's cool. I, I can get with that. Uh, I will say I had to watch the trailer a couple of times uh, because I never realized that Colin Farrell was in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did not. I, I had absolutely Ooh. no idea that 
he was in it. And of all characters he's playing, he's playing, playing a penguin? What? <laughs> like, I, I, I saw it days later when I saw the picture of, like, him and the prosthetics and everything like that. And I was just like, what? Shut up. That's not, that's, that's, that's not Colin Farrell. You shut up. That's silly. And then I see it and I'm like, wow, okay, I'm here for this. Um, overall, I think it looks really, really good. Uh, I am very excited for uh, the the saltiest of nerd tears about uh, <laughs> Jim Gordon being black and uh, them having Zoe Kravitz's uh, Selena Kyle, who, by the way, I, I loved the teeny tiny little points on the top of her. Uh, it was so that great. Made look, that made it look like kitty ears. They were I, adorable. I, yeah. I mentioned it to a friend. I was just like, look at teeny tiny little kitty ears. They did it. They did it. And it did look silly and it made sense. And it was just like, I, 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 I geeked out over that. I thought that was really, I, I thought that was a nice touch. Just, just a little, just a, a little salt bay sprinkle on <laughs> top of that trailer of just like that's good. I, that's 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 a good shit. I like that. Um, and like the, the cool thing with the with with all of the villains that you mentioned with with Penguin and uh, Catwoman and and Riddler and also Carmine Falcone is meant to be one of the other antagonists in the film also. Uh, but is the cool really? thing is, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. I don't know if he was in. The, I don't know if he if they had him in the in the trailer uh, yet, but it's been it's been reported for a couple months, um, and they they were they spoke about it on the panel also. But uh, the only thing I wanted to add here is like the the thing that I thought was most interesting was that they revealed that much like Batman in this film is only in about year two uh, since he started. Many of the uh, antagonists you see are kind of along the same vein. So you're also you're not only going to follow Bruce as he goes through his journey and only his second year of being Batman, but w the the versions of the characters you're seeing, the Riddler and Catwoman in them, they're not even in their like final form just yet. They're still in the early stages of their character develop development into becoming the the type of villains that we know and love. Man. Oh. Rambo. Oh, Mr. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Give me what you got, bud. So, I, uh, I, I, seeing that trailer um, is a great way to showcase that it's not an issue of, um, oh, there's so many dark and gloomy takes on Batman. And that's what people have been worried about for, you know, for all, for low these many years. It's, I don't want a boring, sad ass, bo just weak, weak sauce fucking story. Um, <laughs> like Snyder's movies have been plenty dour looking. Um, that wasn't the issue. Like from from like the opening scenes of that of that trailer, there's a very clear uh, aesthetic being used. There's a very it, it feels very intentional. And it feels like it's done in camera in the moment, not oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna color correct all this later, um, so it's gonna be super Pretty washed good. out. Put it at and, a jaunty angle too, yeah. And uh, yeah. even the, looks like everybody's in in the shadows, uh, even though it's bright broad daylight. Yeah, that's uh that's good stuff. All right, <laughs> moving on. Um, 
we got ourselves yeah. a winner here. <laughs> I mean, like, there's there's little stuff like the thing that that I still think is kind of silly, but I absolutely love is the fucking the the the, the penguin gang is there, and they're like, you know, who the fuck are you? And then he beats the dog shit out of that one guy. <laughs> I, I says, died laughing. Oh, God. He, he hurts him so bad. Uh, <laughs> and none of the other guys do anything. And it was like, like, oh. Would you, you want to do anything? You oh, watch, no. watch your one main guy oh. just go and try and walk up to the dude that shows up in full body armor. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it's just like, yeah, I'm going to talk real mean. Oh, no, I regret all my choices. <laughs> Fat ears on. And they're like, "What? we all have face paint, but come on, man. You, you like spent money on your costume. Um, <laughs> but then like he beats the shit out of that guy and then goes, I'm vengeance. And in like his, his you know, his, his very soft Robert Pattinson voice, that could have easily been something I would just laugh out loud at. And it worked. No, he. It fucking it, worked. It sounded like Batman. It it, it sounded yep, like it certainly exactly. sounded like a fucking unhinged guy in yeah. body armor. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like there's there's so much purposeful and meaningful, um, and uh, so many significant choices. Um, the fact that they have the the Riddler writing out the not just the riddles but the actual answers in a cipher. And that's one that can we actually that we can actually solve. Um, it, it 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 sort of you know gives gives the audience a bit more of a, a a door into the actual movie itself and being and and the experience itself. Um, yeah, I am I am very excited about this movie. Um, Matt Reeves has let to, yet to let me down. I haven't seen everything he's done, but I've seen a lot of movies he's made. Um, and like the last two Planet of the Apes movies are fucking fantastic. Um, I really dug Cloverfield. Um, he's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. Um, it, the, one of the things, another thing that I, I, that struck me as funny is I keep seeing people talk about, um, the, the, the fact that Farrell in the makeup looks like Richard Kind. So <laughs> higher Richard Kind. Um, and the 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 thing that, that I find so funny about that is that is the exact conversation me and another friend, a friend of mine had um, when we when he was like oh shit that's actually Colin Farrell <laughs> we were just like oh man well now I want to watch Spin City and I'm like well yeah I always want to watch <laughs> Spin City um, and what and how great would that have been to have him play that character and do a complete like like out of character performance um, but like not. Like play him exactly like he plays every other character that he ever does. Like Extra the voice of exactly and... like the voice mm-hmm. of that of that grasshopper in B- a Bug's Life. Like mm-hmm. play him like that, but as the penguin. <laughs> like just yeah, and yeah. like it, it, like what if what if uh, uh uh you know when Hopper died he took he took he seized power in the in the vacuum. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. I uh, <laughs> god damn it. I'm very excited about that movie. Yeah. And uh, I'm really excited about the prospect of fucking uh, uh, Black Batgirl. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. Shit. Why not? Fucking yeah. I, I, I was. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was just mostly just supporting because I'm just like, again, I'm I'm so ready. I will have a rain barrel outside of my house. <laughs> just, just like, all of the salty nerd tears. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Stop 
buying salt so I can save up and then dehydrate all of their tears. <laughs> and then I can possess it. On my food. Possess it for decades to come. Anybody who wants to bitch about Jeffrey Wright being cast in anything can kiss the hairiest part of my ass. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, he is such a good actor. He is exactly. an awesome, awesome choice to play uh, uh, Jim Gordon. Um, yeah. I, did y'all see the... Uh, the 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 uh, John Boyega talking about um, basically he's been like stirring shit up in our in terms like getting people to like fan cast him in DC stuff. Oh, oh yeah, uh, wasn't it uh, Red Hood? He said it looked, yeah, uh, he said he wanted to play Red Hood. Oh, Fuck yeah, do and, it! Like, like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm like, down. Yeah, I'm like do it. I know Jensen Eccles has like cosplayed and done voice work for him, but I'm a hundred percent behind John Boyega doing anything <laughs> so, uh, it's funny my my initial hesitation that instantly morphed once i realized that the the answer to my problem was right in front of me my initial hesitation was um you know from the comics jason looks like like tim and looks like dick and like everybody else so and then i was like so you'd have oh all the robins are black okay yeah there you go done Problem that's solved. it <laughs> which means we get black nightwing Yup. <laughs> uh, oh my God, yeah. my Jordan as fucking Nightwing. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, um, I want to give yeah. my take on this. It's a little bit different than everybody else's, which is fine. Um, okay, so you have brought up covers of one of my favorite bands, and I was like, tread lightly, James Rambo, because if somebody fucks up a Nirvana song, I'm gonna burn this bitch down. Um, when I started watching the trailer for Matt Reeves' Batman, and this is the song that comes on. I'm like, no, you're not doing this, are you? <laughs> no, you're going to do it. Okay. All right. And then I'm watching it as everything transpires I and i'm like oh, dare i'm like you. i dare I'm, you to use that song exactly <laughs> i'm like i'm like he's not gonna do it no he's not gonna do it and then i'm watching it i'm like he's gonna do it and it's fucking good oh my god the song fits perfectly like i i i'm done i'm i'm in i'm in you, you took, i am super protective of nirvana because so many people are like hey listen to me play rape me and i'm like oh you fucking suck i want to throw a bottle at you but like <laughs> Because they think they're edgy. They almost play rape me. Because uh, just a shut up. at your face. At your face and hit you and then laugh. Um, <laughs> but, like, Amazing. I just like I, I again. You use the song right, and I'm for it. But not only am I for it, I'm I'm standing on top of my my building and waving a flag, saying I fucking love this movie and I want to see it tomorrow. Like I was so excited about it. The music fit. They actually used it properly, not just to be edgy. They took a a, a track that not everybody knows too. It's not like hey, this yeah. place smells like Teen Spirit. No, they took a the, the the last track on the album that like most people really just don't aren't super familiar with. In fact, now if you go look that track up on YouTube, if you look up something in the way Nirvana, all it is is listings from the Batman. Like that's all it is. Amazing. Posers. 
<laughs> Everybody <laughs> has to be introduced to something sometime, man. I know, I I'm know. Sure, but I'm, sure, I'm sure if Kurt was alive today, he would do just like he did with Butch Vig and be like, oh, I told Butch I really liked the album, but like it was, it was too commercial, man. It's just like, you know, man, it's like, I, that's not who I am. Like, it's just nobody gets it. Um, I was I was in, and then what sold it, as you mentioned, Rambo, was when the fucking um, penguin gang is like, "Who the fuck are you?" And he just Ooh, seven shades of dog out of that dude, bodied. Like, just, oh my god! Just beat the brakes off of him, and all of those people are just standing there, mouths agape, just watching their friend get the shit beat out of him. And then he goes, "I'm vengeance." I was like, "God damn right you are!" Stop! Like, Stop! <laughs> He's already dead. <laughs> I'm I'm so in on this. Like I'm I think we've I think we've all covered this that it's just the yeah. consensus nerdgasm for Batman, right? Like have have y'all seen the 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 Planet of the Apes trilogy, the recent one? No, I have not. I saw one of I saw the first one, the first of the of, oh, of the trilogy. My friend. It was awesome. Oh. <laughs> I am so excited for you to be able to experience this for the first time. Those movies, if if you have a lot of love for the old movies, if you have no love for the old movies, you should watch them. Um, because the first one, um, arguably, is the worst one. And that is not to say that it's bad. It is very good. But the second and third do things expand like expanding on these ideas and and um like the degree to which they do not have to be a prequel to the movies from the 70s is huge and yet there are tons of little things that Reeves and and the the other writers inject um like the fact that the the virus that um, makes the apes smarter is also one that kills off most people on earth. Um, which is why you have like, there's such an imbalance of power. Um, they're incredibly well executed. Um, and, and it's easy for CG to end up looking dated within months to a year or two of it coming out. Um, the, the, visuals from that second movie look as good as the day that movie was released. Um, to the point where I remember watching it for the first time and thinking, how'd they get these fucking movie like monkeys to do this? Oh yeah. That's computer generated. Oh fuck. Okay. Um, yeah, super well done. So if, if you, if you watch that trailer and you got excited, you know, go back and watch those the Planet Apes movies. Uh, Matt Reeves wrote, I think, all three, or was at least co-writer on all three, and directed the last two. Um, yeah. Just, oh, God damn it! So excited about this. Nice. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. Paul Dano was the Riddler. Oh. <laughs> I think we're all. Yeah, we're we're all in, in on Batman. For sure. Yeah. Um. Well, go ahead. I was gonna say. Well, I mean, Saturday was a big day for Batman in general because mm -hmm. we. The, the Batman trailer wasn't even like the only big Batman news we got. Uh, we also got some information about the upcoming Flash movie with Ezra Miller. Oh, and <laughs> days before we got the we got the news that Ben Affleck was going to be returning uh, to, as his Bruce Wayne in that movie. 
and we're and we also got some really dope uh, uh, concept art featuring Barry Allen's new suit, which which is which according to the panel was inspired by his meeting of Grant Gustin's Barry Allen from Crisis. And I love that, uh, I love so that scene too. He's just like, it's <laughs> comfortable, breathable. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, we got we got to see that Michael Keaton. If the if the if the concept art is is going to be part of the film, Michael Keaton is going to be donning a suit and helping uh, Ezra Miller's Flash take on some bad guys in the film. Uh, what did you all think about the uh, what we what we found out about this upcoming Flashpoint movie? Man, that <laughs> shit looks dope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna be kind of a broken record for most of this episode because I don't remember seeing anything that I wasn't like. At, at, at a minimum, like, yeah, I'm in. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in for that. I might have, like, some <laughs> critique of it, but I'm down. Um, yeah. I'm really excited about the fact that there's another horror director uh, taking on um, superhero property because fairly consistently we've had very good results with that. I, I can think of at least two instances where someone who is known specifically for making um, horror stories and horror, horror movies taking on a superhero uh, film has worked out well. Uh, Scott Derrickson doing Doctor Strange and James Wan doing Aquaman. Um, in both Very different movies, but in both instances you have somewhat... If you're going to make horror movies um, that are not just straight-up slasher flicks, you have to lean into your concept 110%. Uh, there's no room for like winking at the camera being like, but this is, this is all really goofy, right? And then stupid. See how stupid this is? Um, you know, fucking, you know, if Wes Craven was like, yeah, but it's dumb that Freddy Krueger can like move in your dreams and shit, right? Those movies wouldn't work at all. Um, so coming from a, uh, from a genre where you have to be in on the concept at, you know, absolutely. And going to uh, comic stuff where you ha where you know it's absolutely the same thing applies. Um, I think that that it's giving us a good result so far. Um, I think Andy Muschietti is a really smart director who has done some super fucking creepy movies, um, but among them, you know, It Chapter Two adapted a story in such a way that I was very nervous about. Um, because that book starts off strong, uh, and ends not so strong. You know what's um, really scary? A giant spider. Giant Ooh. spider from space. <laughs> okay, alright. As, as, as an arachnophobe, I, I, I can say, if there was a giant spider in general, I'd be scared. But a giant spider from space? No, I, I just I would legit just lay face down <laughs> on the ground and be like, you know what? This this is this is it. That's just, that's yeah. all. Go yeah. ahead. Just, just fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Go ahead. That's fair. Um, <laughs> the problem. I think I think the biggest problem though is that it. Well, so the so the book gets really heady, and it's 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 the the cardinal problem with Stephen King adaptations where. Um, it becomes, it works better on the page because it's all in your mind's eye. Whereas if it's being shown to you, 
it can end up looking very goofy. I am going to trim this down right now. I'm not, I could keep going about this by itself for many hours. Um, but you know, he, he, he took a very weird, big concept and managed to make it work in a visual medium. Um, and I think that is, you know, absolutely essential for anybody who's going to be making a comic book movie. Um, the flash has been proven to work on a small screen. Um, arguably twice over between the, the old CBS show and the, and the, and the modern CW show. Um, and I'm really excited to see what he's going to, going to do with, uh, with a hell of a budget behind him and what is shaping up to be quite the fucking story. Raven, what was your, your take on the flashpoint previews that we got? Cause I mean, other, it was basically some stills and that was about it, but what, what was your take on him? What would we sell? I mean, For me, I didn't really have a whole lot of thought on it beyond just, I've never been a huge Flash person. I've never really disliked him, but I kind of was just like, eh, it's fine. Um, same kind of as Miller. I'm like, you, you're funny, I guess. <laughs> but I think that it, it, I, I am curious to see what they do with it. I think the folding in some of the other uh, Flash stuff that we know and love, like from the TV show and stuff, I think it's a smart choice. Um, but yeah, I think... I think I'm more just cautiously optimistic. Because obviously, you know, you got you got Ben coming back with his giant back tattoo. Uh, <laughs> and if he came back for that, then clearly there has to be something good that's going to be coming from this. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, so I'm cautiously optimistic about whatever it is. Also, I'm, I'm slightly hoping that they do kind of like a, a, a crisis on infinite earths thing that would kind of fold in to talking about, the the Batman because it could just be like, hey, you're not that guy. That you're not the you're not the shorter broody guy. Who are you? <laughs> and then just Robert Pattinson comes in and is just like, I'm vengeance. <laughs> and everybody's like, you know what? Yeah, I I'm I'm down with that. Fade to black. Like, <laughs> I do like that there was kind of like an emo voice to that. I kind of dug that. You're just yeah. like, oh, I'm vengeance or whatever. Like, oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> Come, I'm let me make you bleed. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, think about how disarming that would be. You're just a, a run-of-the-mill goon just out on the street and out of nowhere. You see... Batman come up and you're like, oh my god, this is this is it. I'm finally gonna get to kick Batman's ass. And Batman's like, yeah. So, <sighs> good night. <laughs> Even more, yeah. You, you hear him talk like that, and you're just like, oh, this guy's a punk. And then he just beats you like senseless, and you're just laying there, and you're like, all right, well played, Batman. Well played. <laughs> He, he is what I thought. Like, if he he's going to employ spoilers for people that that watch wrestling, he's going to pull an Orange Cassidy and just kind of walk up to you and be all cool. And people are going to think, oh, he's really unassuming. He's kind of lazy. Nobody's going to believe that he can actually just you know throw hands and then 
all the gloves are off and just you're on the ground. I I, I would be here for that version of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> There's an element of it that I hadn't really considered until just now, which is, um, I mean, like exclusively in that scene, Batman is sort of like a Silent Hill villain. Ooh. Um, where he like he doesn't go after the penguin goon. That guy comes to him. He's just standing there. He's this this you know he's this this omnipresent threat that uh, um, isn't coming after you. You're just gonna run into it at some point, and then it's fucking curtains. <laughs> and that's extra fucking creepy. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now yeah. it makes you think. Like with him saying "I'm vengeance" and stuff like that, imagine how terrifying that would be. Like, like he says, he comes in like a Silent Hill villain, and he, you're sitting there, and you're like, "Oh, oh no, oh no, what's gonna happen?" But he's just super <laughs> chill, and then death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, I mean, you don't seem to be too much of a threat. Oh God! <laughs> I just like you guys have all seen the Venture Brothers before, right? Uh, yes. I want somebody to take that scene from the Matt Reeves Batman trailer and instead of hearing Pattinson say, I am vengeance, I want Dean in his Batman mask to be like, I am the knight. I've <laughs> never wanted anything more in my entire life. <laughs> I keep putting my tongue on the inside of his mask. Why do you keep sticking your tongue out? I can't stop. It's maddening. <laughs> Oh. I'm so I'm so sad that we're probably never gonna get season seven because I sort of just Wariana and and Brock I'm never gonna get that back and I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I just that that fucking show man when him and um, Molotov cocktails when he yes. <laughs> in the hotel room and he sees the um, the chastity belt and he goes I thought the Cold War was over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, exactly. God. <laughs> I just I, I think one of my favorite lines from the last season was uh, the morning after uh, Brock sleeps with Loriana and he's clearly smitten with her and she's trying to get him out of her apartment and she says uh, ooh let's make that coffee it's gold cup huh Hercules I was just like yes <laughs> beautiful fantastic give me more of that <laughs> Oh. Um, so overall, again, consensus. It looks yeah. like it's going to be fucking dope. I mean, or as Raven said, cautiously optimistic, which I can That's agree kind of, with. Yeah. Yeah, because like, here's the thing. I, Ezra Miller's okay. I, I became such a fan of Grant Gustin because of that show that like, I'm almost like a loyalist where I'm like, I'm, you know, I see another person as the flash and in, in, in anything DC. And I just want to cross my arms and be like, you're not the flash. Where's Grant? <laughs> where's Cisco? Where's, yeah, where's Joe West? This is bullshit. Like, <laughs> but like, I, I'm, I'm starting to warm up to him. I, I'm it's. And the more and more I hear about this idea I, at first, cause on the airwaves of this very podcast, we have said, why you got to keep doing Flashpoint? Do you not have any other good stories? Because why is that what you keep going to? And then they tell us what they're going to do with Flashpoint. And then, all right, I'm in. Cool. Like, it's 
I was I, I was one of those people. I was like, let's do a different story. Let's do a different Flash story. There's plenty of good shit to do. But now that I'm hearing what they're going to do with Flashpoint, I'm, I'm back in, you know, like I thought I was out. But now I'm back in. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of in the same vein as Raven, though, because uh, I I don't know. How, I don't know how much I like Flashpoint being your origin story for mm-hmm. a Flash movie. Like, I, I, I get what they're trying to do. I mean, they, they haven't pub- publicly said it, but they pretty much alluded to it. Like, and I feel like it's the reason that Ben Affleck's Batman is, is going to be part of this movie, which is they're really using this as a way to kind of soft reboot the DCEU so that going okay. forward, they can have a more consistent continuity. Um, personally, I think I think Ben Affleck's Batman is probably going to die in this movie since he is pretty much... I mean, he said, and Dave's Warner Brothers said he's done with the role. Yeah. So, um, so like I, I, I get, I get what they're trying to do. I'm just, I, I have to see it because I, the the Flashpoint movie, the animated one, is very near and dear to me, and it's a, it's a great film, and I really enjoy it. But it's it like it's a it's it's kind it's kind of hard. I feel like it's going to be kind of hard to pull that off with a live action film. Because there are some things you can do with animation that you can't really do unless you really, really have the budget for it with a with a live action Flashpoint movie. Um, and on, on top of that, I'm, I'm also really curious to find out just what's the deal with the Reverse Flash? Like, is, is he going to be in this movie? Is he going to be your antagonist? They have there was no casting news or anything about him, and, and so like I'm I'm kind of curious what they're going to do with his character. And if he's going to be part of this, is it going to be a thing where they're going to kind of like hint, maybe hint at it towards the end or something? Like, I don't really know. And and I, I wish we had gotten more info about that because I, uh, I, I think the dude who plays Homelander would be a fantastic reverse flash from fan casting oh, here. Fuck. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. He would he would make a, a fantastic reverse flash. And I feel like they need another actor. They need another name to kind of be a draw. For this movie, because I mean, Ezra Miller has his fan base, but he's not like big. Michael Keaton, no shade, is kind of, is like low key fan service, yeah. um, which is not it's not a bad thing, but it's like a you know, hey, remember that Batman movie from 30 years ago you liked? Hey, let's well, call Spade a Spade, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not a bad thing, but it's like we see what this is. <laughs> so like, I'm just I'm I'm just curious what they're gonna do, especially. Because Michael Keaton's Batman is not Thomas Wayne, so like, what are we doing with, with his, with his Batman's role here? And, you know, uh, Grant Gustin ru- is rumored to have a cameo in this movie. So like, oh, what kind? So what kind? Like, <laughs> how, like, how are we going to like? What's his role going to be? Are we going to see multiple flashes, multiple speedsters in this movie? Ezra's kind of said he wanted to do multiverse stuff with the Flash before. How much are they going to do in this movie? I, I really want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm for it either way. Like, let's, let's do this. Let's go ahead and we'll, um, we'll finish up with Batman, and then our second episode will be the rest. Um, oh yeah, we because <laughs> Batman, Batman dominated this, and like we basically it was just like it just enthusiasm, like just oh my god, Batman is gonna be great, and then the Flash looks pretty cool too. Um, <laughs> there were some video games too, and I want to quickly mention the how fucking dope those yes. video games look. Yes, 
yes, yes, yes. Oh my I, god. I don't yes. even I don't even play video games anymore. And like I'm looking at this and I'm like, all right, so it would cost me like three hundred bucks approximately to get a system and then I would need this game and then that means that I would have to take this much money out of my four oh one K and like I could I could do it. No, 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 no. That's not responsible. No, 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 I'm not doing it. So give me what you guys have um, as far as takes. I mean, Raven, you sound super excited about this. MC, I know you are too. Rambo, you gush. Go ahead. Mike, uh, MC, it's yours, dude. Take the mic. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, there 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 have been rumors for about got about the about a Gotham Knight uh, game for like months now. And, you know, I just kind of dismissed it like, oh, yeah, what, what do these YouTubers know? Like, come on, guy. <laughs> and then you, I saw the trailer and you know what? They were right. And you know what? This game looks freaking amazing. And just I, I've been wanting a sequel to Arkham Knight for forever. And while this while the Gotham Knights game is not that. I am very intrigued by the idea of being a, of controlling the Bat family uh, in the Gotham that is without a Batman. Being able to play as as Batgirl and uh, was it Nightwing, uh, Robin? I think Damien's Robin. It looks and, like Damien, yeah. Yeah, Damien's Robin and uh, Red Hood, and and I, I feel like they're probably going to add like Batwoman and probably Batwing as DLC characters. Uh, at some point, just to kind of fully complete the the, the Bat Family thing, but I, I got them like it look it looks good it it looks good and I'm very excited for it. Uh, the Suicide Squad game I had no expectations for, but it also looks good and I'm 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 curious because that one actually does exist in the same canon as the Arkham series. It is a continuation from the Arkham series. No shit. And, yeah, and and. and so we're dealing in so in that world we're we're dealing with a suicide squad that uh, has to take out a an evil Superman. And while I feel like you know in in the times we're in, like you would want to have your symbol of hope be a symbol of hope, you know, uh, in whatever form you decide to use them. But I'm okay with it. And if, if it's going to be anything like the Arkham game, since it's in the same canon and also made by Rocksteady, I'm here for it. It, it looks good. The, the trailer was pretty awesome. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to play both of these. I, I need both of them like right now. I already have a slate of games that I, that I have to play since I just ordered my Switch. And the Avengers game comes out next weekend, and I'll probably be playing that on launch. But I need these two games because they they both look great and, and I'm glad that we're gonna get more additions uh, to the superhero game genre. Uh, so I am mostly gonna talk about the Suicide Squad because uh, recently I completely binged all of the Harley Quinn series. Uh, so seeing uh. Her inaction was really, really great. Uh, again, I'm sorry, you guys. I feel like I keep throwing in wrestling-related things to this <laughs> podcast. It is totally um, okay. It's but, more welcome. Let me give you the rules real quick, Raven. They're really, really simple. Are you geeky about wrestling? Yes. Then we're for it. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> so the, the reason that I bring it up is because uh, I know the King Shark is in this game and in particular king shark is going to be voiced by a fantastic 
a wrestler named Samoa Joe, who uh, recently just started doing uh, less in-ring stuff and more commentary things. And if you've never heard this man talk, he's just, he has a certain cadence that is just fantastic. He's just, he's really, really good at what he does. And he's also big on video games and all kinds of stuff. So getting, seeing him get the chance to voice King Shark, a wholly ridiculous character. Uh, that made me so very happy. Also, the trailer for that game just looks great. Like, can we just talk about the visuals for it? Because it just mm -hmm. looks real good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was super excited about it. Um, I am not the biggest gamer. Uh, I have clocked a stupid amount of hours in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, <laughs> but I but I am not a hardcore gamer. Uh, but I do love watching like Let's Plays and things. So I'm very excited to see how this game plays out. Like it, it, it looks like it's going to be a really fun time. So that that's more of my excitement for it. Yeah. Like it again. I might have to scrounge up the money. Like, I'm going to get a GoFundMe or something or, like, start a OnlyFans or, like, what, what, what do I got to do? What do I got to do to play video games? <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is a, a perfect point for us to um, kind of pivot because I want to, uh, in the second episode, I want to talk about Wonder Woman because just a quick yeah. teaser on that, man. Oh, yeah. Like, every time I hear How Does It Feel with that just dope ass beat that that song has got and then just watching wonder woman kick ass i'm like yeah i gotta see this movie and they've added enough more into it to make it like pop and, and we'll talk about that more in the second episode but right. guys thank you yes can i bitch can you save it for the second episode i can would you prefer i, I bitch about this game in the second episode oh so a little premature ending to this episode. Let's let sorry. Rambo do his thing and it's, then we'll end on that. <laughs> all right. So I mentioned I mentioned some some like nitpicking critiques. Yes. I am excited about this game. I, I think it looks fucking great. I think that trailer looked fantastic. I was really, uh, really pleased with the, the animation and the voice acting. And it seems like all the characterizations are on point. And then evil Superman. <laughs> I am so fucking done with <laughs> Evil Superman. <laughs> I'm so tired of Evil Superman. <laughs> it is yeah. done to fucking death. Every goddamn game. I <laughs> when when the Gotham Knights trailer dropped, um, and there were all these complaints, as there always will be, from fucking fanboys about the fact that like I just want a Batman game. Where's my Batman game? Bitch, there's four. Go play them. Um, and they're all glorious. And they're all really fucking good. Uh, yeah, I, it was. I uh, give me my goddamn Superman game. I want <laughs> a next gen Superman game. I want to fly around Metropolis and punch Brainiac in the face. I just damn it. Uh, <laughs> it's, so, it's frustrating. I you know and like like they have a uh, they have a good in-game reason to to do what they're doing and I I like the idea that the Justice League overall end up being the villains that's cool but motherfucker I just uh, we had injustice 
and it's like full on fascist Superman. And now we have ah, oh, Superman trolled by Brainiac. Oh no! Like, just... it's so tired. It's so tired. It makes me tired by extension. I'm so tired. <laughs> just, just give me the Aww. thing. Give me the thing I want. I want it so bad. But yeah, otherwise it looks really good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, like... <laughs> yeah. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. Outstanding. Okay. I think that's, yeah, again, perfect place to stop. So thank you for listening to another episode of At The Diner. Uh, guys, you can check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts. I mean, pretty much anywhere that you can get podcasts, we're there. Um, thank you all for listening, for subscribing, to, for sharing. It's just, it's so awesome looking and seeing our stuff out there that you guys continue to think the nerdy, geeky things that we do are, are worth your time and effort. So big appreciation to all you out there listening. But also thanks to uh, Miss Raven. Also thanks to MC Brooks, to James Rambo, to all of our GGR family out there. And my name is Mike Lunsford. And guys, make sure you're washing your hands, make sure you're wearing your mask, try to be as nice to people as you possibly can, but above all else, don't be a juice bag. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. We were robbed. No two ways about it. I don't know, Pop. They won fair and square. The Impossible family made a really convincing Fantastic Four. Don't make excuses for your brother, Dean. He blew it for all of us. Henry Allen Venture, are you hearing this? What do you have to say for yourself? I am the Bat. Yes, yes, you're the Bat. And the Bat is the reason we didn't take best group costume, mister. Again! Last year, it was Dorothy, the Scarecrow, the Cowardly Lion, and the Bat. Oh, and how about the time we were the hard-rocking quartet of Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Freely, and the Bat? The night is mine. So it's somewhere else, Hank. It's not me you should be apologizing to. Poor Brock spent a month sewing his group-theme-appropriate costume. That's probably why he won Best Costume. What is that, sass I hear? Oh, look, everybody. Hank's back. The recirculated air on my chest is a bad... Ow! What's the matter? My tongue keeps getting caught in the mouth slit. Don't stick it in the slit, then. I can't help it. It's maddening. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!